0: Hello there. Welcome to the Beloved Son Ministry Show, where we who were once only the prodigal children now dare believe that we really are the beloved children of the Father, this Father who has loved us with an everlasting love. So now let us come together, yes, in all of our brokenness, and all of our woundedness, but also in all of our belovedness, to share with one another Impact God has had on our lives and the impact that He continues to have in our lives so that our curses may become crosses and our crosses may truly become blessings. So, welcome home, my beloved brothers and sisters. Hello, everyone. Happy fifth Sunday of Easter. I hope you're all doing well. Um, I believe Easter, the Easter season is, is, almost come, is almost coming to an end. Um, but it's been um, an, an interesting Easter. I think you will agree with me that um, in, in, in these times of pandemic. But, but none, nonetheless, there's nothing that can take away our Easter joy. Not even this pandemic. Because this joy is a joy that must radiate from our own hearts, the hearts of knowing that we're loved. We're loved by God, by God who is also our Father. So let us pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The prayer that I will start with today is the collect from um, the Mass um, for the fifth Sunday of Easter. Almighty and ever God, Constantly accomplish the Paschal mystery within us. Those you are pleased to make new in holy baptism may, under your protective care, bear much fruit and come to the joys of life eternal. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. This this past week, the readings were were all about Jesus of of being our good shepherd, being the gate, being the light, and being the way, the truth, and the life. I think it's very providential that these readings are, you know, are coming to us in a time when maybe we're we're reaching a point in our. Um, I guess, self-isolation or self-quarantine where maybe we need to be reminded of the bigger picture, right? That there is nothing too big for God. And so that Jesus is our light. That when there is seemingly no light at the end of the tunnel, there is. We just need to look up and see it. In today's uh, first reading, um, we see the apostles getting in a little bit of a um, a dilemma. They were doing everything, and 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 I I think they've reached a point where it's, it's almost like burning out, and realizing that wow, you know, I I can't do this all by myself and And they reached out, they asked for help and and God sent them people and And they you know became what we know today as our deacons. Um, so sometimes we feel that we need to do everything. Sometimes we feel that we must carry the entire world and its worries and its concerns on our own shoulders. We don't. Jesus did that for us already. We just need to carry our own little piece. And even when we feel too tired, too overworked to carry that small piece, Jesus will carry it with us. But we must put our prayer life first. Because if we don't have a prayer life, then we wouldn't be able to to come to this realization that that all these things that I am going back and forth about, all these things I'm trying to plan and schedule and and balance. Really, it's not me that's at the heart of all this, right? That it's 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 really God. And if I am in right relation with God, and that I put my relationship with Him first, which is our prayer, and all these things will fall in place. All these worries, all these anxieties, all these dilemmas, all these burdens will become, it, they won't disappear. They won't vanish. God doesn't promise that. God doesn't say, pray pray to me and, and all your problems, you know, I'll, I'll wave my magic wand and it'll be gone. No, no, no. You know, our God isn't a magician. Our God's a father, right? He is our father. And he will see us through, he will help us, he will walk with us. But All this must come from our prayer life. So I encourage all of us. In the midst of of our busyness, in the midst of our busy schedules, to find time for prayer, and it could be as as little as a minute, five minutes, ten minutes, the beginning of the day, in the middle of the day, at nighttime, before bed. And just say, Lord, I need your help. I feel that I must do this all on my own, but, but I can't. you please help me? Tell him whatever it is that is on your heart. Tell him whatever it is that's troubling you. Because he wants to hear from you. He wants to. He's your father. He wants to hear from you, and he also wants to speak to you and speak with you. And we must never forget to also listen. As much as we pray by talking to God, we sometimes forget to listen. So let us not forget to listen in our prayer. In the second reading, we uh, we find ourselves reading the the letter of Saint Peter, where he recounts. how Jesus was, was rejected, was rejected by the, his own people, the Jewish people, that, that they thought he was just some crazy man, some, some blasphemer, some, some person trying to stir up some trouble. And so they wanted him gone so much that they killed him, right? That they, they somehow falsely accused him and then made trick Pilate into crucifying him. And and, and St. Peter reminds us from the scriptures that that though Jesus was rejected, he was chosen and precious in the sight of God. And, he, and then he invites us to be like living stones and to let ourselves be built into spiritual houses, spiritual homes. It's very easy for us to despair. It's very easy for us to go into a downward spiral. And it's so easy for us to just want to hide away when we get rejected. I mean, rejection is is really tough. Well, we can't avoid it, right? I mean, humans—we're we're sinners. We're flawed and and we say things and we do things that may hurt people even sometimes when we don't mean it and so when we come to experience a rejection let us always remember that though we may be rejected by our friends or our coworkers or our colleagues or or anyone else even though they may reject me, maybe it was because of a misunderstanding or whatever whatever it may be, let us never forget that God never rejects us. But instead, he chooses us, he calls us, and he sees us as precious in his eyes. And that may we have the humility to see that maybe this rejection is opening my eyes to see something deeper. Maybe our Lord is trying to teach me something about myself through these times of rejection. Why did I feel this way when so-and-so said this about me? What is it about that that makes me cringe and that makes me feel so embarrassed and shameful? What is it? And let our Lord speak to you about that. Because he, he speaks to us with love and mercy. In the same way, let us also do that for others. That we may never re- reject anyone who comes to us. Because when we reject them, we reject Jesus. And we when we reject Jesus, we reject the Father. And we don't want to be in that situation. So let us heed the call and let ourselves be built into spiritual houses, fitting for our Lord that only emanates love and mercy and compassion. Finally, in our gospel, we see our Lord saying, and answering questions, right, first he says to us, do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God, have faith also in me. Right? Whenever those worries and those anxieties come up, remember what our Lord said. He says to us today, do not let your hearts be troubled. Have faith in God and have faith in him. He's with you. Call to Him. He's with you. And it's a very famous line, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one can go to the Father except through me, right? I am the way and the truth and the life. And when we are lost in our path in life, that Jesus would show us the way. And when we are facing decisions of perhaps what's right and wrong, Jesus is the truth. And when we have lost sense of who we are, lost sense of what it is that we're called to do, and have lost sense of what it means to live, there's always remember that Jesus is the life. And as I was reflecting on, on this verse, it dawned it upon me that that Jesus, he is not only the one who will be leading us and guiding us to the way to the Father, but that he is the way. And, and What that means is is that he's not just going to hold your hand and and walk you to the Father, but but he will lay down his life so that you can walk on him because he is the way. When it seems like it's a broken bridge between where I am at and where God is. He becomes that bridge for us, for he is the way. that when there seems like there is no way out, when there seems as if there is no path for us to walk on, Jesus becomes that path for us. because he tells us today that I am the way. where there, Seems to be no way. He is the way. Let's never forget that. Let us bring that with us in our week, knowing that there is nothing too troubling for God, nothing too big, nothing too frightening. For Jesus is the way and the truth, and the life. Have a good week. Hear my prayers, and please pray for me. And I'll see you next time. Take care, and God bless. Bye-bye.